Oh, look, here's an email of what's coming in the mail today. Uh, ah! Today's process is this. Your attention is a finite resource. Sit back, relax, let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, online entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. Because this place is filled with monsters and bandits, here comes your first warning. Although I am a lawyer, this podcast is not for legal advice. If you work with me, you must have a signed agreement. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. All right, let's enter the understory. Remember, admission is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski, the understory lawyer here. Today was an exciting day, and we are going to talk about one of your finite and most precious resources, your attention. So uh, when we moved to Virginia Beach, we forwarded our mail and there was an option that you could request that the postal service uh, send you an email every day that has a scan of what exactly it is that's coming in your mail. Okay. And uh, I don't know why I selected to do this. I don't know what set of circumstances where this would be important, but I checked the box or opted in or whatever. And I never I never really look at it. And, and the reason why I never look at it is this. When I wake up in the morning, I have a morning routine. It's pretty simple. I get up. I have a green smoothie. I do some yoga stretching for like 10 minutes because if I don't do that, my hips, my hips don't lie and my hips start to hurt. And then uh, I got a couple other little things that I do. I listen to my morning podcast and then I sort of put a Facebook post on it. And then I start to get to work because I got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And once they're up in the morning, I get no work done until they go to school. One of them goes to school. And then even then, I'm still kind of helping around because we're in the garage bunker as a result of still working from home. All right. So my productivity is down what it, versus what it would be if I was going into the office. So I don't look at that. I don't look at I don't go on my Facebook feed. I don't go on politics, whatever your political aggregator of choices. Um, it's just designed to upset you, whatever it is. I don't care what side of the aisle you are. If you're a down the middle of the road independent, if you're a rabid conservative, if you're a rabid Democrat, if you're a socialist, a communist, I don't know, an alienist, you're preparing for the aliens to come and you're getting a little sort of counsel ready for them. Whatever you are, the, uh, whatever your website is that you go to is designed to, to infuriate you, scare you, whatever, to get your attention because the attention and the eyeballs is what they're paying for. So I don't look at any of that stuff. But today, for some strange reason, uh, I decided it'd be a good idea to look at my emails. Big mistake. Just don't even go, don't even go to emails in the morning when you're trying to do your working time. And I see that this 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 uh, email from the Postal Service is like, oh, I wonder what's coming in the mail today. And of course, I never check it, but guess what was coming in the mail today? A nice, shiny letter from the Internal Revenue Service. Now, there was no way to identify what was inside the letter. Okay, I got it, this, this, this notification this morning, early, and the, uh, like, I don't know, like, six, seven, somewhere in there, eight maybe, I don't know, whatever, but I don't really remember because everything is a blur up to that. And my mail does not come until like 4.30. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at a solid eight hours of wondering, why is the Internal Revenue Service sending me a letter? 
what what is in there? So, of course, I'm like, uh, what's in there? Am I getting audited? Did I do something wrong? Uh, whatever. And, you know, your, your monkey brain goes crazy in those situations. And so I was like really, really upset by it. I mean, not upset is wrong word. I was really bothered by it. I was like, what is it? I'm sure it's fine. But it, it distracted me because my attention kept going back to, I wonder what's in that IRS letter because nobody likes getting a letter from the IRS because no one gets letters anymore that are good because your all of your refunds go in direct deposit. So you're like, well, why, why is, uh, why are they sending me a letter? It can't possibly be good. So anyway, so the whole, so I didn't do my morning podcast this morning. I did a lot of, I did a lot of busy work because I didn't have any creative capital to really, to really do anything. So I like, I did, you know, I did my finances. That's like, that's like sort of related to the IRS. Right. And, uh, and I just was kind of, I just was not very productive today and what I needed to be productive on. And I think also too, it was frustrating because uh, yesterday or the day before was all my document review document, you know, it was, so I, I did a lot of busy work this week. So I did more busy work today. I didn't do a lot of creative, creative stuff. Um, and I just was, was stuck today. And so uh, I actually was like, kept peeking out the window and then I saw the mail person, there was the mailman was there and I ran out there and I opened it up and it was just not a big deal. It was like, it was like a, it was like a, some kind of annual information thing where it's just like, we send this to you every year. You don't have to do anything. I was like, well, why would you send this? So I was like, all right, so that's cool. So it was just a notice and it wasn't, uh, I didn't have to do anything. So, so I was like, yes. So I ran in here and I was like, well, I'm going to record a podcast episode about it because you really have to be the gatekeeper of your own brain because everything around you is designed to take your attention. Some people think that your time is your most important asset. Well, time, of course, is, it cannot be replaced, but your attention cannot be replaced either. It's very much linked to time. I mean, you can have all the time in the world, but if your brain is preoccupied with, why am I getting that letter from the IRS? Then uh, you're not going to be as productive as you need to be. And you're not going to be in a good space present with your kids or your, your wife. You're not going to be in a situation that where you're going to be able to be uh, optimal where you need to be. And so that's why, like, if you look at how many times you look at your phone during the day and your RSS feeds, I don't, I turn all that off. I turn off all notifications. I actually don't even really answer my phone. Like if you gonna, you got to text me and then leave me a message and then I'll get back to you uh, because I just, I, I, I have to be able to control my agenda for what I, when I do for things. And, um, and like, look, your, your attention is how, where you're focused at grows. If you're focused on crappy food for yourself, you're going to get fat. If you're like, God, if you're focused on gin fizzes, like what, when am I going to be able to drink a beer next or whatever, you're not going to be as productive as you need to be, right? So what is your focus on? Is your focus on improving your, your commerce, your connections and your creations? Is your focus on something else? And it's critical that you learn how to be the gatekeeper of your own, of your own attention. Because you don't get any, you don't get it back. You get you, you get less attention than you do time. Because you know even you, you're not a hundred percent. It's sort of the analogy is like when you bill time as a lawyer. Like let's say you have to bill a certain number of hours per month, like whatever it is. Let's say it's let's say you got to bill two thousand hours a year, just as pulling a number out of a hat, right? Um, you know, so you're not. That doesn't mean that you work two thousand hours because you you can't bill all the time that you work. So you have to work like let's say twenty five hundred hours to work to bill two thousand. Maybe you have to do, if you're really super efficient, maybe it's 2,200 or 20, whatever. It doesn't matter. But the number of billable hours is always less than the actual number of hours that you worked. Just like your hours of focused attention is always less than your actual time. So I would have you consider the possibility that your attention is even more valuable than your time. Because it, you're, you get less of it. There's less of it than your time. 
Now, you can always make the argument, well, you need time for the, yes, you need time for the attention. I get it. But everyone gets 24 hours in a day. Everybody. As long as you're alive, you get 24 hours in a day. It's static. But your attention is not static because your attention has many different things coming at you. You're, you're, you have stuff from your commerce and your business coming at you. You have stuff from your connections coming at you. You've got a lot of stuff coming at you with your attention. And so you have to learn how to guard your attention and to make sure that you don't get um, distracted by the rabbits or the ferrets. And there is there are algorithms that are coming that are already here that their sole job is to distract you. And they know when you're the most vulnerable and they know your in terms of time when they throw messages at you. And they also know because of all the information that you give to big data, they also know what your Achilles heels are. They know. They just and they're they're going to they're going to as they get more advanced and AI starts to come in, they're going to be able to even predict things before you know you want something. So this idea of being able to really think about how you're going to guard your attention is going to become more and more critical as time goes on. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, for the love of God, Go buy yourself a journal. But for now, take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade. And just what I want you to write down is what steps am I taking to guard my attention? And answer it. It's a little journal prompt. And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.